Welcome to the Marketing That Leads podcast. I'm your host, Anita, a travel obsessed writer who loves all things online business. I'm in a mission to help coaches, course creators, and service providers create and grow businesses that lead to more income, impact, and freedom. I believe using evergreen and automated strategies such as blog, SEO, and Pinterest marketing is how you can become visible 24-7 with ease. In fact, I bring seven-figure traffic to my website on autopilot and I'll show you how you can do the same. I'll teach you how to master marketing that leads to more free time, more traffic, more visibility, and ultimately more sales. Alrighty, let's get into it. Welcome back to the Marketing That Leads podcast. Today's episode is going to be a deep dive into idea pins. So I've had a lot of questions about idea pins. What are they? How to create them? How to actually get them to convert into traffic, into your funnel, into your website, into your email list, into your podcast, wherever you want to lead people, right? So today we're going to be doing a deep dive into what they are and how to create them. And I'm going to be giving you the best tips when it comes to actually creating idea pins that convert. So if you are on the go right now, you may want to take some notes because this is going to be a really juicy episode. All right, let's get into it. So an idea pin, what is it? So basically this is Pinterest's newest format of content on the platform. It's similar to pins, right? It's the same sort of size and everything like that. However, it is very much like Instagram stories. So it was actually known previously as story pins, but they changed the name to idea pins, which I love way more than story pins because it kind of just felt like a ripoff from Instagram. And these are multi-page pieces of content on Pinterest. So like I was saying, like Instagram stories, but you can use more than one slide. You can actually do up to 20 slides for one piece of content if you wanted to. And the sweet spot that I have found has been anywhere from one to around six slides. It really depends on what your idea pin is about. And if it is like a series, if you're educate, edu, whoop, educating on a particular topic and you have a lot to say, right? Um, but it should be pretty short and sweet and to the point and really helpful for the person on Pinterest and really urge them to take that next action with you. So the aim of Idea Pins is to grow your audience further on Pinterest, but also off Pinterest. So right now, as I'm recording this, it is the middle of, of April. Pinterest has said that all accounts will be getting Idea Pin links. So some accounts don't have the option to actually add in a link like you can with static pins or video pins. However, if you don't have that option, don't worry. Pinterest has said that it is coming to all accounts very soon. So look out for that. But you may already have the option. So if you go into your Pinterest account and you go to create an idea pin, look and see if you have the option to add a link. And if you do, lucky you, you have the option and you can, well, I really urge everyone to start creating idea pins. If you don't have a link yet, I'll give you some examples of what you can do later in this episode. Now, when it comes to your Pinterest strategy, I really recommend that you are not only publishing standard pins on the platform, try and create some idea pins as well 
So if you can create like one, two, three, four, five idea pins per week, then that's amazing. Just pick a number and start to try and be consistent with it and you will see incredible results. So when it comes to your Pinterest strategy, I really recommend kind of dipping your toes into all of the formats, testing, seeing what is doing well, and then after, you know, three to six to nine months, seeing what has done well for your account and doing more of that. So personally, my strategy is focused on static pins and also idea pins. I was creating video pins, but I wasn't seeing a huge traction with them. So I actually stopped creating and publishing them. And now I lean into the two formats, which is standard and idea pins. And I'm actually going to give you a little insight into my stats um, for March because this was really interesting to me. So in January and February, I wasn't creating that many idea pins, maybe like two, three, four throughout the month. But in March, I published 16 idea pins. And the results from publishing that many idea pins in a month was crazy. My stats went up a lot just because I was creating more idea pins. I was publishing, creating the same amount of standard pins, but it was the idea pins that was actually helping to grow my account and also my outbound clicks, which is interesting because I don't have idea pin links. So people were seeing my content and they were taking action other ways, like they were checking out different boards that I have, different content that I have on those boards. They were going to my profile and clicking my website link. So it was really interesting to see as the more idea pins I created, the better results that I had. And it wasn't just like I was, you know, getting a few extra thousand people. One of the stats I'm going to share with you, actually, you know what? I'm going to share with you all of the stats so that you can see this because it was incredible. Okay, so this is all compared to the previous month. So in March, I got 700 more outbound clicks, which is amazing. Um, in terms of followers, my followers grew by 300. Normally they grow by maybe 100 or so each month. So that was up. My impressions were up over 200,000 from the previous month. My engagement was up over 4,000 from the previous month. My saves were up over 400 from the previous month. My pin clicks were up 3,000 compared to the previous month. My total audience was up over 200,000 compared to the previous month. My engaged audience was up 3,000 from the previous month. And the number of pins that I published was the same, but the idea pins did change. And that's the only change that I made in my account in March. So that is pretty incredible results, if you ask me. And it really tells me that idea pins are where it's at. Okay, so now I want to talk about some idea pin mistakes that I see happening within the space. So the biggest mistake I see is just bulk uploading non-relevant TikTok or IG Reels to Pinterest. So what I recommend is being really intentional about what kind of content you're publishing on Pinterest. Remember that Pinterest is not a social media platform. It is a search engine. So the content that you create for Instagram or TikTok is going to be slightly different from what you create on Pinterest. Right? So when someone is on social media, they're normally looking to be entertained, also educated, but you're also leaning into more of like trends and things like that. Whereas with Pinterest, 
People are going to the platform for ideas, inspiration. They're looking for the next project. They're looking to get their problem solved. And so you want to make sure that any content you are uploading or repurposing on Pinterest as an idea pin is actually not just a trend, but is actually educational for your audience. Make sure that it is valuable. Another mistake that I see is not consuming idea pins yourself. So I really highly recommend before you even start to create is actually go on Pinterest and go and watch some idea pins, right? See how other people are creating them, how they are laying things out, get some inspiration, and that will really help you to create your own idea pins. I think it's really important to just see what is out there and especially within your own industry. If there is not many idea pins, go and look and see which ones there are and ask yourself, how can I bring even better education, more education? How can I create better quality idea pins than my competitor? Because that's going to give you a real edge, right? And then you're going to show up in front of your ideal clients and customers on Pinterest every single day. Another mistake that I see is using low quality photos or videos. So you want to make sure that if you are uploading photos or videos that they are high quality and that they are the correct ratio for Pinterest because no one really wants to see a low quality video or idea pin on Pinterest. So you want to make sure that it is high quality. Remember that Pinterest is a visual search engine. So visuals are everything, right? They are really, really important and you want to make sure that your quality of content is very high because this is the first impression for a lot of people seeing your content. So you want to make sure that they are taking action, they're clicking to your profile, maybe they give you a follow. You want to make sure that they are impressed by this bit of content and they go further than that, right? And then the last mistake that I see a lot of business owners make on Pinterest is actually talking about topics that are not searched for on Pinterest. So make sure that you are doing some research when it comes to Pinterest keywords and seeing what keywords people are typing into the platform so that you can create intentional content that uses those keywords, right? So you need to know what keywords your ideal customers and clients are actually using on Pinterest to find content like yours. So before you go and create idea pins, I want you to do some Pinterest keyword research. And if you don't feel like doing that, I do have a tool called the Pinterest Keyword Vault. We have over 7,000 Pinterest keywords in there and I do the Pinterest keyword research for you. So if you want to grab that, I'll make sure that I leave the link to that in the description. Okay, so now I want to share with you my six ingredient recipe for a converting idea pin. So let's get into it. So the first thing that you need to make sure that you have is the good quality photo or videos that you are going to use for your idea pins. Whether you're using stock images or you're using photos or videos that you have recorded or taken yourself, make sure that they are of that high quality. And you want to make sure that you have a plan in place before you go and create the idea pin. So what is your idea pin going to be about? For example, if I am a Pinterest coach, maybe a piece of content that is going to be helpful for my audience is, let's say, how to set up your Pinterest account in six steps, right? So maybe what I'll do is the front slide will be that title with a really you know, eye-catching picture. 
And then the next six slides will be me going through the six steps. And then I'll have an end slide, which I'll talk about in a minute. So that is how I would set things up. You want to make sure that you have a plan in place before you actually go and execute on that piece of content. Make sure that you have done some keyword research, right? So I should know that that is a topic that my ideal clients are looking to know more about, is how to set up their Pinterest account. And once you have that, then you can go on to step two, which is have a catchy hook that brings people in. So for example, let's take the hook, how to set up your Pinterest in six steps. That to me is really catchy and if people see that and they haven't created a Pinterest account, that tells them exactly what I'm going to help them do. You could also play around with different titles and hooks. So for example, maybe I could adjust it slightly and say how to set up your Pinterest account in 10 minutes flat, right? That is super valuable, super catchy. So you want to make sure that you have that hook. Because a lot of people, when they are scrolling Pinterest or they're searching for something on Pinterest, they are looking at your words, they're looking at the images, and if you have a really great hook to hook people into your idea pin, they're more likely to click and watch more and then delve into that piece of content and take action. All right, so once you have created that bit of content, now we are going to the end slide, okay? So the end slide we want to make sure that we have some sort of call to action. Now think about where you want to send people. If you have links on idea pins, then you could easily lead people to your lead magnets, your funnels. You could lead people to a podcast episode. You could lead people to a blog post that you have, right? If you do not have links on idea pins, you can tell people what to do. So click my profile to learn more about X topic or click this board to learn more about this topic in depth, right? Or if you want to do X, then here's what you need to do now, or something like that. It was kind of a bad example, but you know what I mean. So have a call to action, tell people what to do next after they have actually watched your idea pin and are ready to take action. Tell them what they should do next. So once you have created this piece of content, you're actually going to go to the end part here. And you'll see that now it's asking you to create a title, a description, and pin it to the most relevant board. So we want to make sure that with your idea pin, we have a keyword-rich title. Now, because Pinterest is a search engine, keywords are everything. So if someone is typing in Pinterest account or Pinterest setup, I want to be there, right? So that means that I'm going to use those keywords throughout my content. And ideally, I want to have a really great keyword in my title and then also more keywords within the description of my idea pin. So make sure that you are keywording your title and your description with your idea pin so it does show up in front of your ideal customers and clients when they are searching for more information. Okay, and the fifth step here is to then post it to the most relevant board. So you'll get an option to post it to one board. And so you want to pick the most relevant. So if my piece of content was around how to get started on Pinterest, I'm going to make sure that I am putting this on one of my Pinterest marketing boards, or maybe I have a general marketing board or something to do with online business and marketing, right? Because that is relevant to the topic that I am talking about. And then the last step is to tag relevant topics. 
So you'll see you'll also get the option to add up to 10 tags and make sure that they are relevant to the topic that your idea pin is in. So for example, if I'm creating a bit of uh, content on how to get started with Pinterest, I'm going to be tagging marketing, online business, Pinterest if they have that tag, right? So I'm going to tag lots of relevant topics so that I have the opportunity to show up in those spaces. So that is the six ingredient recipe for a converting idea pin from all of the testing and creating that I have been doing over the past, I would say over a year now with idea pins. If you have those six things, then you should be successful with idea pins. And if you have not started to create idea pins because you don't know if it's going to be worth it, I really urge you to just start. And start easy. If this is too overwhelming for you, then start to repurpose some of your educational content from Instagram Reels and TikTok, right? Start easy. So that's a little insight into what idea pins are, how to create your first idea pin or your next idea pin. And if you found this helpful, please let me know. You can connect with me on Instagram if you would like. If you liked this episode and you love this podcast, I would really appreciate if you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps me to get the word out on this podcast. Now, if you haven't even created a Pinterest account, then go and download my Pinterest roadmap and it will give you the six steps to get your business on Pinterest today. And it walks you through those steps and how to just get everything set up properly from the get-go. So I'll leave a link for that in the description below. All right, so I will see you in the next episode. If you have any questions about idea pins, then please let me know via Instagram. I would love to know your questions so that I can make sure that I answer them on the podcast and throughout my social media. So I will talk to you soon. Bye.